the Israel Report with Rolene Marks. I won't worry about dogs barking in the background and distant, you know, like <laughs> effects. She's right here. She's in the studio with us. Welcome, Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, good afternoon. Great to have you here in studio and on board, of course. I am <laughs> so happy to be here, at least mm-hmm. and at last. I finally get to meet you in person and I get to meet the fabulous Senna yeah. Pabetti. She right. is, uh, filming us right now. I get to meet <laughs> Kevin. I get to meet Calvin. I get to meet Vusi. I get to just misbehave in the studio as you know I always do. Welcome to the Chai family. And of course, Rolene has really been dancing away to all this fantastic music that Craig's had lined up for us up until now. But anyway, right. let's put behind the, uh, studio background, the behind the scenes of the studio and get down to our chat with Rolene. Rolene, I've got to say it again. Great to have you in studio, but of course now for Eli Cohen and Libyan counterpart Nigel Mangush, not great for them. Uh, what transpired uh, in this situation regarding this meeting apparently? Well, yesterday mm. news broke that our foreign minister, Eli Cohen, had met with the Libyan foreign minister in Italy. Now, Libya and Israel are... Uh, have hostile relations to say the least. Mm-hmm. There is, uh, there is no bilateral relations. There are no diplomatic relations. Uh, and when the news headline broke, many of us thought, wow, this is really extraordinary. This is really historic mm-hmm. because these are two countries regarded as hostile towards each other, um, speaking about it and speaking about it openly. Now, no sooner had the news broken, and it was Foreign Minister Eli Cohen who who tweeted, can I say tweeted, or is he an expert? I don't know. I don't know what you say these days. I can't <laughs> yeah, keep up. Okay. Uh, or, or, or somebody... He exed. Uh, he, right. he twixed. Right. Okay. We'll meet in the middle and say he twixed right. about it. Okay, fine. And um, you, no sooner had that broke than the reaction in Libya was negative to say the least. Mm. So in the last 24 hours, what we know is that she has been fired from her her position as the foreign minister. She was suspended and then finally fired. The Libyans took to the streets in protest, burning pictures of her, burning Israeli flags. Wow, is that the latest? Because the latest on our news desk earlier on reported that she's also fled to Turkey. She has fled to Turkey. There are now real fears for Uh her safety. Now, in Israel, Foreign Minister Eli Cohen, who I can't believe made such an amateur mistake because he is... Uh, somebody who does have a lot of diplomatic experience, mm. does understand the sensitivities and the nuances around speaking to a government representative of a hostile uh, towards Israel nation. Um, he has come in for a lot of criticism mm. from the opposition leader, Yair Lapid, from um, Michal Mikhaili uh, of the Labour Party and various others saying, why did you make it so public? Uh, you know, you, you've created a, a major diplomatic faux pas. This is an amateurish mistake, and you quite possibly have put her in danger. So this is where we are with Libya at the moment. But, of course, you know, our immediate reaction, because you and I are so passionate about the Abraham, Abraham Accords, Accords. Right. everybody so wants... Say, say together, right. The, <laughs> the chorus, the, the, Abraham, the Abraham Accords. Accords. Right. Everybody is playing Abraham Accords. Mm-hmm. Bingo, we are looking to see who's going to be the next state to normalize relations with Israel and, and Libya coming out left of center to to have a a, a dialogue with us uh, Mm. would have been extremely positive. But the backlash has been so profoundly negative. Mm -hmm. Now, how does this affect Israel's 
image for other Arab countries who maybe are speaking to Israel covertly. This will be a, a major setback. Can you trust Israel if you are having very, very sensitive discussions not to go public with these kind of meetings? This is a serious faux pas. Right, but uh, earlier on in the in the new world, Calvin carried a story that apparently uh, authority. I can't remember who exactly it was, who who was actually mindful of this meeting that was going to take place between Eli Cohen and uh, the Libyan foreign minister. So it wasn't really and wasn't really you know like uh, beneath the radar, so to speak. It it it. It should have been beneath hmm. the radar. You know, if it, it, it okay. should have, it should not have made front page headlines in Israel and now all around the world because of the repercussions. This should have been okay. handled perhaps a lot more sensitively, understanding okay. that for the, the foreign minister, this could have major repercussions for her personal safety right. and now her career as well. Okay, let's see how this pans out. <laughs> I keep saying that to you. Yeah, let's see how this uh, transpires uh, during the course of, well, today into tomorrow. And uh, yeah, one wonders what uh, results will stem from that situation. Let's look at Qatar saying we have no war with Israel, but now, well, where are these utterances coming from? Well, this is coming from the prime minister of uh, Qatar who is saying, look, when it comes to Israel, we, we don't have a war with Israel. Mm, However, mm. uh the Israelis are occupying the Palestinians. This is this is their issue. They're saying, you know, from from our point of view, from our perspective, the Israelis are, are occupying the Palestinians, and and until there is an end mm. to the the occupation, you, you know, we cannot have friendly ties with the state of mm. Israel. However, we're not in officially hostile relations. We don't regard Israel as an enemy state. Uh, Libya regards Israel as an enemy state. So you can, you can understand the sensitivities and, 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 and maybe how irresponsible it was for a seasoned diplomat like Foreign Minister Cohen to, mm-hmm. to make this front okay. page news. Uh, the other perspective is he could have been trying to force the hand uh, of dialogue and discussion, and that backfired magnificently, to say the least, in, in, in his face. Qatar is one of the countries that Israel is seeking to bring, upon, uh, bring uh, on board the, the Abraham Accords. Am I right? Are they one of the countries we're being well, sought out at the moment? Well, it's complicated because oh. uh, Qatar are often responsible for ensuring that financing for Palestinians in the Gaza Strip, that they are the conduit. However, they are also the uh, country of choice for Hamas leaders uh, to mm. to, uh, to abscond to. You know, whenever there is a, a flare-up, whenever there is a, a conflict, you will find a Hamas leader in a five-star hotel enjoying great spa facilities in Qatar while their constituents are on the front line. Okay, let's put them aside and look at the usual because we don't have much time once again, Rowling. We always seem to be for time. It does. I mean, especially now we're having fun. When you are live in studio, (laughs) it even goes faster. It would seem. So let's look at. So let's return to some domestic issues now and look at some usual suspects. The Heritage Minister Amichai Elahu appalling comments and Ben Gavir sticking his foot in it again. (laughs) Okay, what what's going on now with Ben Gavir and uh, the Heritage Minister? (laughs) Well, well, lately Itamar Ben Gavir Mm -hmm. opened. His mouth to 
to to change feet. Uh, and uh, this is now becoming, in in all seriousness, this is becoming a major issue in Israel. And we are starting to hear more and more from South Africans in Israel saying that we can we can no longer stomach the the comments made by Itamar Ben Gavir uh, by Amichai Eliyahu, also a member of the far right Otsma Yehudit party. And, and, and we're not interested in the excuses that they, they have no diplomatic experience. They don't understand international, uh, relations. Smotrich to his own, uh, admittance has said he's a fascist. Uh, but Itamar Ben Gavir last week saying that he has more rights in, uh, uh the West Bank than, the Arabs than, than Arabs do. Mm-hmm. Now he says that he's, he's, um, Comments were misconstrued, uh, and that what he meant was he has a, a every right to safety, uh, a comment that was sort of backed up by Prime Minister Netanyahu's office saying, you know, at the moment so many Jews have been murdered in, in, in the, uh, who have originated from the West Bank or, or live in the West Bank, and, and that's what he mm. was referring to. However, it has resulted in another international diplomatic spat, the U.S., EU diplomats roundly condemning him, condemnations coming from within the Israeli government uh, as well. You know, somebody said to me earlier today, can you just stop talking? And, and then now we've got the heritage minister, Amicha Eliyahu, whose comment is so profoundly offensive uh, uh, that... I think it will result in some kind of call to action saying that we have no apartheid in the state of Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arabs in the West Bank are prisoners. What on that comment for us as South Africans, for us as Israelis and for us South Africans living in Israel, that comment was way over the line and that will not be tolerated. Okay, let's put them aside. These not be tolerated for now. Very quickly, just got one more minute. Let's finish off on a good news, on a good news story. Papua we do New Guinea have a good news. opening an embassy in Jerusalem next week. Yes, mm-hmm. Papua New Guinea have said that they will be opening their embassy in Jerusalem in the capital next week. Wow. Their uh, prime minister will be in attendance. This is the latest country to open up their embassy in, in the capital. Which, of course, sends um, a- an incredible message to the world. We recognize Jerusalem as the eternal undivided capital city of the, of the state of Israel, and we will have our embassy in no other place than the capital. She's here. She's live. This is her, Rolene Marks, in studio with us. Hi, FM. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Great to have you on board. Great to so finally awesome. meet you. So Thanks awesome for talking to, to you. Tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, am I right? Tomorrow, same time, same place, and you know I'm going to try and make a plan for Wednesday. And okay, then. Rolly Marks, our correspondent from Israel, bringing us the latest on what's happening in the Holy Land right now.